0: Well,
1: well, well, it's that familiar song with that familiar Mm -hmm. voice on a Monday night at 8 p.m. Hey, everybody, you're listening to FM Rager. This is your host, Connor Clifton, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Ned Gale. What's
2: up? Hey, Ned.
1: How the heck are you?
2: I'm doing fantastic. Just uh, having myself a Monday. I got oh, a big yeah? project done at work. It's uh,
1: out for approval, so I'm like,
2: I'm feeling good. you feeling good? Yeah. That's great.
1: <laughs> I've been hearing you talk about this project at work for a bit, so I'm excited for well, it <laughs> to be coming to a close. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get to the meat of it. How was your freaking weekend? My
2: freaking weekend? I took it. Easy, my guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Friday night, took it easy. (laughs) Hung out with Raul. Saturday night. Friend of the show. Took it easy. Hung out with Raul. (laughs) Friend of the show. Sunday, took it easy. I think Raul came over. Did he? Yeah, he came over during the day to get his wallet, because he left it Saturday while we were taking it easy. That's right.
1: (laughs) That's right. Raul was at our house every day this weekend. It was great. I loved
2: it. (laughs) Friend of the show, friend of my heart.
1: Yeah, and then Saturday, you and I, we went to, uh, what's the, 99... Branch Mart? Is oh that, yeah, yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, H Mart. Uh, yeah, H Mart. You made a thing. Tell the people what you made. Oh, I made some some cold dipping noodles. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was very very was good. Some, t- some tasty little bad boys. Where'd you come up with that recipe, man? I looked it up. <laughs> oh wow okay do you know do you remember where you looked it up google i guess
2: (laughs) what are you getting at
1: here um well i
2: wanted some cold dipping noodles okay like most things dipping noodles and then i chose the one that looked pretty good this was a spicy miso
1: huh that's a lot of food talk you know one thing that's happened in this city. Oh, I see what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, every every <laughs> single thing I talk about in the beginning. What do you think I'm asking it for? For the segue, I my boy. I thought you just wanted to know about my life.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> I
1: played a church. <laughs>
2: it, was a thing. it was a church recital. I played a church recital, Connor. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you also had a...
1: Um father's day did you do anything for father's day yeah hung out went to skeeters oh whoa <laughs> what'd you get at skeeters mm, breakfast buffet oh, everything
2: under the dang sun
1: <laughs> i'm always a fan of getting a burger at skeeters nobody ever It's it's not around much i don't see it very often
2: i was surprised there was one in town it was like right next to the the church i play at and i was like yo dad
1: yeah we're, we're talking of course about the skeeters mesquite bar and grill which is uh, a classic after church Sunday meal. And also, not our sponsor, yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I offered to take my dad into Chinatown, and he said no, he was hitting the links, he had a tea time on Sunday, and it rained, so he didn't get to do anything. <laughs> and that's what happens when you turn down old Connor Clifton. That sounds like a hole in none. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now I got distracted, so I'm just gonna half-ass the segue, which I never do. Out? Um out? Whataburger happened. Speaking of Whataburger, I bet our guest has some opinions. He gave you
2: something to work with. What you, you said give you're me? spacing
1: out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm spacing out. Damn it! <laughs> and speaking of spacing out, dude. Hey, I tried. <laughs> our guest today knows a lot about space and getting out of this world. <laughs> His name is James Medford. Hey, yeah. James, thanks for coming onto the show. Thank
3: you, and I just want to say. Not a burger, right?
2: <laughs> Man, hot takes from James. Yeah, yeah, good, good. I'm glad we have these hot takes. I think we should. How do you feel about the Whataburger thing? You know, I haven't actually
3: been to a Whataburger in several years, and I, and I know that that makes me a, 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 a non person. Um, but but there, there there I you know I live in a city where there are so many great hamburgers to be had, and and, and you know and I go to Whataburger, and I'm like. Yeah, okay, Dairy Queen, this is great, thanks. But. <laughs> you, know.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to say it. I, I agree with you, James. Yeah, e. I, 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 I don't eat Whataburger and cry like I'm having some religious experience. Right. I really enjoy it. I think the sale is great. The whole world now gets to have Whataburger. Right. And if they're going to change the recipe, they're not going to change it here. It's going to take yeah. bad out of Texas. Right, right.
2: Yeah, it's good. they're going to change the recipe in Chicago, and then I'm going to drive up to Chicago to get the cool <laughs> new recipe that I don't get. Guys, have you been to McDonald's in other states? They have cheese sticks. Can <laughs> They can you, take
1: risks. <laughs> can you imagine flying all the way to Chicago and like, so where do you want to eat? It's like, Whataburger. What A
2: slice of home. Freaking kidding <laughs> me? Yeah. I want a Dr. Pepper shake.
1: <laughs> so if you don't yep. eat Whataburger, what, James, what is it like for you to watch the internet go nuts on something you just don't care? about
3: i well that happens all the time I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a daily thing so i you know i i, I can observe it as some sort of like a, a, a sociological kind of thing where this is what the internet cares about today
0: Interesting. <laughs> they
3: care about their restaurant yeah, <laughs> their fast food they, they, they care about this 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 you know dairy queen-esque hamburger that that it's you know maybe just slightly better than in and out which I've also never had, but I'm assuming that it is probably slightly better than In-N-Out. But I, I just, you know,
2: In-N-Out's—it's uh, just wet, wet. Okay, <laughs> it's just like every time I have it, it's kind of wet. I'm not right. the
1: biggest fan because like the they have a special style that they do that involves mustard, right? And I don't like mustard, and I don't know—it's not for me. You're no animal. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what all the things are called, but Whataburger... I think it's I think it's fine yeah but but you know
3: I was wondering the other day that uh, three or four years ago there seemed to be this obsession in Houston over gourmet burgers and and you had what hubcap
0: Oh, yeah. Places yeah, like that where okay. the burger
3: came out and it was, you know, it was like on the Flintstones or something. You know, like <laughs> and and, and, and yeah, all the gourmet uh, all the condiments and stuff like that. And that seems to have died off. I don't hear anybody talking about Ooh, who's
2: got yeah, this burger. Yeah, long since the days of like the uh, just like assortment of aiolis that comes with your yeah, burger. Like, right, here's yeah. like 12 aiolis. Like, soak it up, kid. Yeah, do, you want, do you want the normal aioli or the spicy aioli? What, what is the hot food right now? Like what is? Churros. Churros? They're Anything not, you can eat in a bowl. yet. <laughs> I know you're pushing the churros.
1: Churros. <laughs> Churros are coming, man. That's gonna be the new snack. Um, bowl food seemed to be pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. poke. Poke. Yeah, po-
3: poke. Kind of had its its day already, though. It right? It exploded. It's, it's done. Yeah. 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 They left that fish out. <laughs> I, I went to a, a. I won't name the place because it's one of the places I go to regularly, and I don't want them to think that I'm, I'm mad at them or anything. We're more but, than happy for you to drag a local business here. <laughs> that's what the <this> show's about. <laughs> well, it, it, it. They. I ordered migas there the other day, and migas is one of those things like a standard. You know. You, yeah. And
1: oh, but, for a second, I was like, a poke place that has migas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't give anybody the idea. That, 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 that will happen. <laughs> but but, but they, they they brought the migas out in a bowl. They served it as a bowl dish. Oh. And I'm like, no, that is not <laughs> how you do migas. This is Houston. You don't do migas in a bowl. And they, the beans were on the bottom, and then you had the other stuff on top. And, you just, and I
2: was like, the, the, I don't know. That's I. So I, so I, I used to go to Taco Cabana a lot because yeah. it was right next to where we would record the stacks. And I would always get the Cabana bowl, which it's not migas in a bowl, but it's it's you know you get your. Everything that comes with that in a right, bowl, right. and that's one of those things where like the layering always messes it up. And I wish they just had a McFlurry machine where they could just like <laughs>
1: put it in and it would stir it up before giving. Because let's be fair,
2: everyone's just going to turn it into a slop by the time I right. eat it. Like that's all I want is now, the slop.
1: Now, one quick question. Look, we're all Houston, Texas boys. Finally, we we, admit it. we all yeah. know what migas is. For the people listening at home, (laughs) could you possibly explain to those knuckleheads what Migas is? So,
3: So Migas is actually the word for eggs. But it's so much what? more than eggs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put in, I, and and you know, whoever whoever dreamt this up had, had been smoking a bowl. Anyway, I've been waiting a while to say that.
1: Um, <laughs> like this morning you woke up, you're like, I got a migas joke. I'm ready for it.
3: <laughs> but, but, it, it it's, but for whatever reason, they put, put fried tortilla chips in it. And so now you got eggs and fried tortilla chips. And... Beans and some other stuff and it really is pretty much a something somebody dreamt up at two in the
2: morning It true the chips are what truly make it yeah, and and that's with any meal like I love adding just like a little bit of crunchy right? So something Mm. that already comes with the crunchy are you joking right? Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. okay Don't have to try migas. Yes. Yeah, I just don't like beans it would generally
3: in in a, in a you know ordinary place the beans would be separate from the migas. This it's just at this one place where it was all
1: in one bowl. It was like a bean platform. It was yeah. a platform. Yeah, right. You know? What if the migas was just so hot that the plate it came on started caving in and it became a bowl? No. No. Okay. No, that's, that's, all right. No. And whatever this restaurant is, you, you, you messed up. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> you blew it. No amount of science could save you. <laughs> right. All right. Let's let's. Uh, Let's get into the heart of what the show is about: partying. James, <laughs> yes, can Can't you tell us? Raging, yeah. Right. It, can you tell
2: us a
3: little bit? Do you remember your first party? Okay, so in high school, I was not a partier. Okay, I was not a big partier. I um and and uh I when I was working for Six Flags over Texas up in Arlington, <laughs> and so that was my social life was was working on weekends and working late at night, and so it, it I was not one of the 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 kids going to, you know, sneaking out of the house and going someplace else where the cops show up, you know, yeah. and, and all that sort of thing. So I did not really, was not part of that scene in high school. It really wasn't until I got to college, at, to uh, Rice, and there's my plug, and
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> um, the, the, the the first week at Rice, it was freshman orientation week, you know, the freshmen getting introduced to, to life at Rice, and they had this party near the end of the week, and, and to, to, to set this up, the drinking age in the state of Texas was 18 until September 1st, 1981, the beginning of my freshman year at Rice. <laughs> so everybody was drinking up to September 1st, knowing that they were about to become you know, people who were already legal. Or about yeah, to are go.
2: people like stocking up?
3: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was more or less. But there was one party that, where they served cold duck cold what'd you say (laughs) the 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 most horrible thing that you can put in your mouth it is it's it's a sparkling wine but it's vile and it was a hot part it was pot you know and all that and it was it's kind of a sweet you know, the uh, nasty mess. Everything about this sounds terrible. It, it was. It, and, and so I, my first real hangover from drinking came from drinking cold duck. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning we all had to pile onto an unair conditioned school bus to go to Galveston for a beach trip. Oh God. Had to. It was, it was a had to scenario <laughs> <laughs> and there was, there was a keg on the bus and you could smell the, 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 the staleness of the beer from the keg. Oh. when you. <laughs> So that was my first party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, you know, I, I really did not learn the the, the you know the, the notion of going to parties and all that until after I was off at college. And, of course, at that point, I'm, I'm 250 miles away from home. And so it's not like I'm having to
2: sneak out, you know, my yeah. house, that sort
3: of thing. So I didn't have that whole culture of the...
2: It's it's the, not an exciting culture, I'll yeah. tell you. I yeah. only snuck out a few times in high school. Right. Uh, I mean, zero times if you're listening, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's, there's nothing great right. about it. Uh, right. Maria's asking what college you were in.
3: Hansen so said, College, HFH. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, some. Now that Maria has asked, I'm curious if she if she went to Rice and what college she was in. She, she went
1: to Rice and in. she was in the college for dumb nerds.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think they called her college Cold Duck. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Well, well, since Maria is listening, I will tell her that, no, I did not run with Baker 13. And for those of you who are listening who don't know what I'm talking about, that's a, a group at Rice that uh, on the 13th of every month, they strip down to their... To their, you know, birthday suit, and then cover themselves in shaving cream and run all over the campus. And once like, a month, once a month, thirteenth of every month, <laughs>
2: it's a waste of shaving cream. Yeah,
3: well, it, it's not about the shaving cream. Oh man, it never is. I,
1: now, now I see why uh, they felt so entitled to crap all over U of H. Yes, where we never did such cool things That's as right. that. That's
2: right. Okay, well, there's a, there's a delay when Maria okay. responds, but she said, "Boo." Um. Okay. Well, actually, LOL. And okay. So some
1: more. Did you go to Baker?
2: No. Did you ever do Baker Feast? I did not do Baker Feast. And what's Baker Feast?
1: Okay. <laughs> Baker
3: Feast doesn't... I, from what I hear, they don't do it anymore for various reasons. It was kind of problematic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> huh, something at Rice being problematic.
3: Oh, no, college was. in the 60s. you don't have a lot of that going around. I, the, 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 you know, Baker uh, College has a Shakespeare Fest every spring, and they put on <laughs> one of Shakespeare's plays and all that. And so there was a tradition. Where after it was, you know, they had completed production, all that, da da da, they would have a big feast in the Baker Commons, which is like this classic old school dining hall. If you've ever been inside, it's really a very cool building. But they would have this big feast, and then supposedly at the end, they would turn out all the lights. The windows were blacked out, they turned out all the lights, and it was a free for all.
1: For cleaning the dishes? Yes. That's ridiculous. I just <laughs> imagine the so cops. Yeah. The cops just like shoot all the lights. I'm like, all right, boys, it's purge time.
3: <laughs> so I, I never, because I was never involved in, in the Baker, Baker uh, Shakespeare Fest. I was not. I didn't get to do the feast, but the stories were interesting.
0: And, <laughs>
1: and, and the
3: DA felt the same way. Yes, they did. <laughs> and, and I think it did get a little problematic, and that's why they had to quit doing it. But. uh uh,
1: Is this yeah. the same Baker that shares the name with the Baker Institute at Rice?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, the original Baker was named for uh, Captain James Baker, who was one of the, the, the founding trustees of Rice Institute, as it was known back in the day. Mm-hmm. His grandson, James Baker, who was uh, secretary of state under the first George Bush uh the Baker Institute is named for him. So yeah, okay. they're, yeah, they're related. Okay. But, uh, the right. Baker family's had a long association with Rice.
1: Now, there there are a lot of parties associated with Rice that I've heard of. I, I know Beer Bike is Beer the, Bike the one. one I've done. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you've done it, then it must be way more problematic than Rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so what is Beer Bike? So Beer Bike, they've been doing that since the 50s. And w- when the college system was formed and all of a sudden you had these 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 uh eight colleges that were, well, I guess we wouldn't eight back then. Anyway, however many there were, they, they needed some big competition that they could all participate in every year, just sort of like generate the, the college spirit and create a new tr- tradition. So what they decided to do was this, this, this race where you would have, each college would have 10 bikers and 10 beer chuggers, and it was a relay. Okay. The race would start where one beer chugger from each college would chug a beer as quickly as they could and when they were finished their biker could take off and go it was like a, a you know 2 mile route whatever it was. When they got back the next chugger could then chug. Yeah. And then when they were done the next biker rode. So on and so forth until all 10 of, of each had gone
2: <laughs> until they were all dead. Yes. <laughs> there
3: there were iron people who would bike early in the race and then chug later in the race. They would do mm-hmm. both. But, you know, you didn't chug first and then bike because that got ugly. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So, <laughs> but from what I hear, they, because of, you know, the drinking age being 21 and, and things like that, they generally don't chug beer anymore. They, it's just they water. when I was there, it was water. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, you
2: know, why don't we just call it water bike and get it over with? But <laughs> they call it water bike, but they do wake you up at 7 a.m. Yes, to they chug do. beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I... That was one of my like earliest college experiences. Right. I hadn't seen a friend in a while who was going to Rice. He's right. like, hey. like I saw him at a show. He's like, hey, come over after the show. Stay over. We're doing beer bike in the morning. He's right. like, you told me about that years ago. I'd yep. love to. Yep. And then I like, fall asleep at 1 a.m., wake up at 7 a.m. I think I volume puked at like 9 a.m. <laughs> I was like, this that is, is what volume puke? <laughs> Just too much beer. Yep. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you know what? I was Just there. Just loudly puking. <laughs> the, the, you know, there were... They were uh, to, I mean, today they have uh, ambulances on standby and all that because the bikers are, are actually, you know, they're riding a real race. It's they're, they're riding pretty fast and you occasionally have wipeouts. But when I was there, they didn't have ambulances on standby. It was a little <laughs> bit more free form. And I, I watched people
2: face plant into the. They the expected day. you yeah. to catapult yourself to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you got
1: a smart build a trebuchet. That's right. <laughs> trebuchet. <laughs> are you. Are there any other uh, cool party or ceremonies from Rice that you can tell us? Or are they going to like cut out your tongue at the end of the night?
2: Well, you know, night and d- what ceremony is that? Yeah, so that wouldn't be because we want to go. Yeah, we've been trying to end this show. Yeah. How, can, how can we get our, our tongues chopped?
1: Yeah, let's just bring on someone connected with the Illuminati have them share all their secrets.
3: Night of Decadence, NOD.
1: i I've heard a little bit about yeah. Night of Decadence. Yeah.
3: So Night of Decadence, is, they've been doing at least since the 70s. And it's Weiss College, which was kind of... We, we always had the reputation of being the animal house at Rice when I was there. I'm not sure about <laughs> it now. But it, it's it's the closest Saturday to Halloween. And the point of the party is to come dressed as decadently, which usually means wearing as little as you can get away with. Ha, wh- and...
0: How... Uh, yeah. Decadent.
3: I, I thought you said naked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's it. the... That's the nudes for today. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it. it, it, it so I, I can tell you some things that, that we can say on the radio. One guy showed up one year wearing nothing but a Dan and Yogurt cup
1: Ugh. on his head. Yes,
3: <laughs> and another guy showed up wearing nothing but a uncooked chicken that he bought at the grocery store. <laughs>
2: mercy i almost used to swear (laughs) yeah yeah go
1: ahead keep on calling uh u of h cougar high (laughs) y'all are the dumbasses who put chickens on your genitals
3: so yeah there there was a um they they would build this, this large paper mache I, I think I can say phallus on the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They, you can say wiener if you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like phallus better.
2: <laughs> we love that word. <laughs> they,
3: they they built this large papier-mâché phallus that that they the punch would actually pour through the end of it, and that was... <laughs>
2: That's kind of fun. And,
3: and my, my freshman year at Rice, we played A&M at home. We used to play A&M every year because the Southwest Conference was, was the thing back then. And so somehow the, 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 the guys at Weiss managed to sneak this... Phallus into the football stadium. I've I've heard the story behind how they did it, and it's it's I, I'm not sure it's true, but they got in with it, and then and then when the <laughs> Wait, Aggie, how big is this? Like the, it would, foot by foot, uh, do you, would you guess? Six feet long ish. Okay, okay, that that neighborhood. That's yeah. pretty average. And it was pretty average. <laughs> the <hell> <laughs>
2: Oh
0: my god. <laughs>
3: Sorry,
0: I'm, I'm so glad.
3: I'm so glad I got to be here for the end of the show. <laughs> well, so so what? They, it was A of course, and so.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the, the, this is my freshman year this is my early impression of rice right. so the, the, the Aggie band of course is on the field at halftime and it's all very it's like a, you know marching and all that and these guys were holding it up and bouncing it up and down to the beat of the
1: music <laughs> I, I do like that yeah, like, yeah A&M definitely has a stick up their butt about yeah. stuff like that yeah. so cool all right yeah, yeah that, that, so yeah yeah, that happened <laughs> uh, but uh yeah,
3: but but yeah, Night of Decadence. I think they had to take measures to to make it a little less problematic too. Over the time, it was the you know things got a little out of hand. And now
1: it's called the so. Night of Decency. Yes,
3: <laughs> they actually had a a counterparty that It was called Night of Innocence, <laughs> and they would show a Disney movie and you would have milk and cookies.
2: <laughs> According to Maria, she said my freshman year, some South College kids, Will Rice, yeah. built a huge concrete phallus yeah. in the entry port of, of uh, Martell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess Mar- oh Martel's the college that Maria went to. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, so and she m- couldn't
2: get in.
3: Uh, well, you know Maria, Martel's not a college, it's a dorm.
0: <laughs> Ooh! 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 <laughs>
2: You gonna take that?
3: <laughs> yeah, you
0: idiot. Yeah.
1: I lived in a dorm. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Maple
1: Hall. Uh, that's
2: for you, UNT heads out there. did yep. T- T- T-
1: So let's let's start moving along yep. in your your party history here. Then what did you graduate uh, with uh, from Rice with? Uh, mechanical BS in mechanical engineering. And where did you go after that? I
3: went I went to a job at NASA down in Clear Lake. From there,
1: Wh- Clear Lake? NASA.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Houston's own space program.
2: Yes, that one in the same.
1: Yeah, in Clear Lake,
2: birthplace of Ned Gale. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The other rocket of Houston. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. So,
2: wait. Did you live in Clear Lake while you were down there for, for like the first five years? Where in Clear Lake. Did you live? So on El Dorado, right by the freeway. Was, Hell yeah! yeah I grew of, up um, uh, El Dorado, and El Camino, yeah, like right, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah. I drove yeah, through right, that intersection right I'm next like, to Andrea Yates, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, oh yeah. Yeah, she was like a street down from my house when it happened. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. I
3: used to take a shortcut to get to work, and that went. I went right by that house. Man, it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. Anyway,
1: <laughs> do y'all remember the the astronaut who? the diaper astronaut oh yeah, yeah
2: i went to school yeah. with her son
1: yeah. whoa oh, what was you yeah. like he was nice okay yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. he seemed bummed
1: for a bit <laughs> yeah, he was, right he was a really sweet kid i felt that for <laughs> yeah him. i yeah. can imagine yeah okay
2: there's a lot that happened in clear lake uh my one year of school can't remember which the the hilton hotel right there at the corner of nasa road one yeah the lady Ran over her husband a couple times. <laughs> yeah, she was a, she was a dentist. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and for and she uh, was well she did her uh the the husband was definitely an orthodontist because one of my friends was yeah. supposed to get his braces off and right. he's like. Never mind. More the Donis is dead, flat as a pancake. <laughs> Can't get my braces off. <laughs> Crooked teeth for her life. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he he loves them on, man. <laughs> Tried to get the lady to run over his
3: teeth. No, uh. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that. We have one one was a dentist and one was I f I don't remember exactly, but yeah, she
2: she was jealous and ran him over. Well you know you know how she got caught, right? No. So she uh, hired a private <laughs> investigator to follow her husband. And yeah. the guy's, like, following the husband, and he's taking pictures, and then she starts running over, and he's like, ooh, what a hot shot. <laughs> like, takes all those pictures of her killing her husband, he's like, yeah. man, did some good investigating here, yeah, now right. to the feds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so she literally hired the person who got her. Right. Like, yeah,
1: That explains why she was uh, making poses for the camera every <laughs> yeah. time, every every photo. Yeah, she, she was doing the duck face well before it was popular. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the face you make when you murder someone, did you know that? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> So, what are the thing? What are the things that you did at NASA?
3: So, when I started out in the summer of '85, the space shuttle was was what NASA was doing. That was they were they, the first shuttle launch had been in '81. So by '85, they had had like I don't know, maybe a little shy of twenty shuttle flights. Okay, and so I hired on in a period when they were trying to pick up the pace a bit, have lots more shuttle launches every year. They had a lot, of, a whole lot of things planned for '86, '87, '88. And so I hired on. When they they needed to get new flight controllers for mission control trained. And so they they you know, I Coming in straight out of Rice, they said, "Okay, you're gonna you're gonna go directly into training to be a mission control flight controller, and you know in six months you'll get certified for your first position, which will be a very low level position and won't be very responsible, but you sort of have to work your way up the, the, yeah. the ladder." And so that was how I started out was going Holy into training. Wow, they yeah. threw you right in. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now and you know a lot of it the early days it was a lot of really uh, tedious. Of studying and reading training manuals and things like that, that that were pretty dry but at the same time you got to go sit in mission control during simulations and watch somebody do the job that you're going to be doing God. like on the job training so yeah yeah, there was there, there was that mix of tedium and, and like wow I'm in mission control and there's yeah. the astronauts you know that's really yeah
1: that's incredible so, that's yeah. so
2: awesome and what was NASA's night of decadence like <laughs> <laughs> that's when they let all the uh, alien babes yeah, <laughs> out know. of holding they would wait for a solar eclipse and they're like the, the lights are, like, are out It's our time to act. Yeah,
3: I I could talk about it, but that's when the knock would come at the
0: door. (laughs) (laughs) One knock—that's all you need.
1: So, one of the things that uh, I'm I'm very much into space race history, Mm -hmm. and so every now and then I'll find something, or Ned will send me something that's uh, just different. Mission controls, uh, either in the the Soviet Union or. Oh crap! How many? There are only so many countries with different space programs. Yeah, China and China, the, Japan have one. Japan has one. Right. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, there's there's one in, in uh, uh, France. The the, 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 the the European Space
1: Agency. The, okay. So, so have you had opportunities to see mission control rooms in different countries?
3: Yeah, in Moscow. Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was cool. I got Soviet control rooms. It was, have a have a look. Yeah, <laughs> I'll it, tell yeah. you that they do. Yeah, and that's and incredible. That was the, the first time I walked into the one in Moscow, uh, and walk I walked in. I thought, man, this looks like it's from the '60s. It <laughs> probably was from the '60s. Yeah. I mean, it was old technology. Um, but uh, the I, the one of my favorite stories. I was sitting in their main flight control room there in in uh, Moscow. And because NASA had its own kind of place, its own console there, because we yeah. had, we were in a joint venture with them, and and uh, I, I when was, you got there, it was just like Fisher Price toys, like you go play over there. Right. <laughs> it, it it felt that way sometimes. <laughs> but I, I was sitting there one day, and I felt something rub up against my leg, and I looked down. There was a cat <laughs> in their main flight control room, and. <laughs> And they said, "Yeah, they they have a real problem with with rodents there, so they they keep cats." <laughs> oh, I thought
1: you were going to say, "Yeah, that's our boss." Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, they did some experiments in the sixties. They don't like to talk about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that Was our boss? That's what, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the, so wait, how, how did you end up over there?
3: That's so insane. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a weird set of circumstances. But it, it, in the in the uh, mid nineties, after NASA and the Russians announced that we were going to build a, a space station
2: together, the mid nineties. So it's not just a cool movie. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No.
3: So they, you know, they they said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna build a space station together, but we need to learn um, how to work together first. And the way to do it was they had they had their, their what's funny about that. I'm
1: just imagining it's like, well, we're gonna have to learn to figure yeah,
3: this, this one right out.
1: <laughs> and Q working together, learning montage. Well, there's a montage, yeah.
3: <laughs> Hey,
1: if there's one thing that'll bring the Soviets and America together, it's space. space.
3: Yeah. So they, they uh because they, they, back then they had the, their old Mir space station that was, uh, oh, yeah. it had been in orbit for a long time, and so NASA and, and the Russians came to this agreement where they said, okay, we will we will fly the space shuttle to Mir and dock with it, and then we'll we'll use this shuttle to deliver. A new crew of cosmonauts and an American astronaut every few months and then we'll do that for two or three years and that way we'll kind of learn by, by doing those things we'll kind of learn how, how we our cultures are different and how we deal with with work with astronauts cosmonauts and all of that and so after they did that for a couple of years starting in 95
0: mm-hmm.
3: they, they had had some pretty serious problems with Mir. there was there were a lot of breakdowns and and uh they were NASA was getting concerned about the safety of Mir. Is this really still a safe space station to put an American astronaut on? Mm. And so they decided to start sending somebody over for like two-month long rotations just to kind of, I don't want to say be a spy because the Russians knew what we were there for, but it was just sort of to watch how they deal with problems on a day-to-day basis and and tell the, the very concerned managers back in Houston you know here's what they're doing today it's you know they're fixing this this pump cuz this other pump broke and that kind of thing and so mm. that, I was the the first person that got to go do that whoa wait, that was wait, wait.
1: cool. you were in mir space station I No, mean, it was not
3: in the space station oh, no okay. i okay. was in in moscow in their mission control center gotcha and that's the first time of, it was may of 97 and then there were two other people who did it we just took turns going for a couple of months at
2: a time and we did that over a period of a year <laughs> that's so, crazy yeah. so, so you went up like it was like one one american at a time just kind of yeah and <laughs> there with a the clipboard like okay Okay, yeah, well yeah is that seriously broken or just sort of broken that's exa- <laughs> like, I mean that's exactly yeah. what we were there to do is go okay
3: we just heard the cosmonaut say that this this thing that generates oxygen just shut down should I be concerned about this and they would say no because we got another one that's a backup and we're gonna turn it on I
1: was like, okay mm-hmm. yeah fine. at the plant that's right <laughs> yeah you we, we send it up there it'll be fine yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, don't you have an Archie comic to read
0: <laughs> <laughs> <ask us> questions. <laughs> yeah. go play
1: Mario game or something get out of my face
2: we, it, it,
3: it, you got a mix of reactions from the Russians because there were some old school ones there that, yeah. that remembered the Soviet era, and they were like, "Why are these Americans in our mission control oh, and all yeah.
2: that?" And yeah, they, yeah. Were you, were you like, accepted? Like when yeah. you came over? Was, okay. The,
3: yeah. the thing about and the, the, Chris, they had been told that. The, NASA was going to send somebody over to do that, and so they right. were they understood why I was there and yeah, the point yeah. of it, and that it was kind of in you know it, 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 we weren't there to spy, we were there just to understand what they were doing. Mm. Um, and and the thing with the Russians, it's it's a cultural thing, but it takes some time. To build like a little trust with them, and so you you learn the first time you work with a particular Russian, it, it it's not necessarily going to be all friendly, you oh, know, good to see you and all that. But within two or three months, you find that all of a sudden they're 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 smiling and inviting you to go hang out at their dacha for the weekend, and that kind of thing. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I've made a friend here. <laughs> so uh,
1: I definitely do want to ask about that. Mm-hmm. So, how did a Russian's party? Wow.
3: Um every just they have a national holiday just about every other day <laughs> and national holidays are pretty much an excuse to drink a lot of vodka okay now i haven't been there since 2003 and i and things may have changed but it was they would bring vodka to the office to work and at the end of the day, usually around four in the afternoon, they would they would start doing toasts to celebrate national, you know, whatever the, the day was.
1: No wonder they're like, ah, the oxygen thing, fine.
3: <laughs> I you you what we learned was that it, you do not attempt to keep up with the Russians when they're doing toasts. Oh, you can't. Oh. You may not. They they are just genetically built to drink vodka better than we are, and so I, I saw other Americans attempt to keep up, and you know they had to be carried out but i i didn't you know i, I would do a few and they'd be like okay i'm good <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, you know um but no and and the cool thing is a lot of them do have dachas, these little country homes that are they they keep outside of moscow and if they invite you to come spend a weekend with them that's like they said okay we accept you we 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 are you we're going to have you come spend a weekend with them. you expect to drink a lot and and all <laughs> that and you may be using an outdoor toilet but it's, you know, it's sort of a thing. Like, hey,
1: I do that it, I, if I've been drinking a lot, no matter where I am. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, going I'm going outside. Whether anyone else wants them to or not. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, did you ever fall into any kind of uh, tricky situations while partying in Russia?
3: No, not, maybe not while partying. Um, one thing that you learned when you went out in Moscow is always have your passport and your visa and any other, I, you know, the, the thing that shows where you're staying, because any random police officer can, can stop you and ask you for your identification. And if you don't have it, they'll either take you in or you, you bribe them. And usually Ooh. usually the bribe was the easier way to get out. Mm. One day I was out in Moscow, and I forget how this happened. I think that my, my all my documents were in a different coat, and I forgot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm in a, one of the the subway stations, the, Russian, the, the the metro in Moscow is a great, uh, I love the, the, the subway there. But I was in a station, and I hear a very young Russian police officer say, point at me and go, documenti, you know, means your documents. I'm, I'm sure I didn't say that right. But anyway, <laughs> something like that. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, as, as he said it, I had that, I realized that I didn't have them on me. I thought, oh, no, they're in my other coat. And I, it, it was one of those moments where I didn't know what to do. And I turned to him, and I pretended to be deaf. I pointed at my ears, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and for whatever reason, what little Italian I knew came up, and I went, scuse? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy looked at me, and he just went and waved me on. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> My heartbeat. I mean, I was like, blah, 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 blah. "This is
2: when the knock comes." <laughs> <So close.
3: laughs>
0: well, <I'm, laughs> well,
2: well, we finally got him. <laughs> to this day, I have I have
3: a nightmare where I'm in Moscow and I'm out in the way out in the city somewhere, and I don't have anything on me—no papers, no money, nothing—and I <laughs> yeah, don't know just, what. I'm just that do. raw chicken. <laughs> <Yeah. And> that's, <laughs> that's the, the only thing Get, get the Dan and yogurt cup. <laughs> I'm have, that's,
2: that's gotten me out of a lot of fixes. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it was the language barrier a big thing over there. Yeah, or? I you know I
3: because lo- we we could take. Rough language classes at work Mm -hmm. and i got to where i could read the signs in moscow so like on the subway i could read the signs and all that i I couldn't carry on a conversation we had interpreters at work okay Um, okay um, yeah so that's right you know i could ask for directions in the city and that sort of thing but but once anybody tried to have a conversation with me i was lost There was just no way yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah
1: right right yeah did you ever uh end up like, if did a Russian ever come over to Mission Control here in NASA, and did you ever end up having to take them out, or
3: yeah? It was it was a, a and especially after the the Inter- international space station started flying, we had an agreement where we would have X number of people in Moscow all the time, and they would have the same amount in Houston. Yeah, they really were called uh, uh, consultant groups essentially. And so, yeah, that we would we would make an effort to take them out to like a real barbecue out in the country or something. like Nice, that. you know, try to do those kinds. Take of things.
2: Take them out to boondoggles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't know.
3: laughs>
1: this is Buffalo Wild wing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> and we didn't do that no. <laughs> I,
3: but, but you know and 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 the point wasn't to you know try to to you know, get them drunk or anything like that. We were, you know, that we were we show them the culture. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Oh no, that was you. Know, and particularly the ones who we had worked with in Moscow. A lot of them would come to Houston, and so you already sort of had this established oh, relationship with them. So you, yeah. you go, you take them out and do was, that.
2: Was there anything that like uh, mystified them about Houston or anything? Were they like blown away by the size of the calves or something? Like, sure I, well, I, I think there, but I think part. Of, I mean,
3: they <laughs>
1: very very small. They fit yeah. in your pocket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think they were sort of stunned that we didn't have any kind of decent public transportation
2: Ah. (laughs) if it makes it feel better so are we (laughs) we're also stunned
3: (laughs) i mean they they did drive they would rent cars and drive and but but from everything i heard you did not want to be in a car that a russian was driving in houston (laughs) because they were just like yeah all
1: right (laughs) I, I, i keep thinking that american culture is so different from russian culture mm. and not only that but texas culture is very yep. different from the rest of american yes. culture mm-hmm. yeah they uh, they what did they think about whataburger
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just didn't take it there
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: guys should sell this place <laughs> That's right. I sell this, sell this to northern conglomerate
1: <laughs> 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 was there anything specific to texas that they wanted to participate in because I'll have some people mm-hmm. from just different states coming to Texas like I want a cowboy hat yeah. and boots. I like, yeah. we don't all
3: wear those, right? I mean, I never took them to rodeo or anything like that, but I heard that they a lot of people would take them to rodeo just so they could see the the, the culture. Oh, yeah, I think that was kind of the big thing, um, but I think they also figured out, especially in Clear Lake, they figured out pretty quick the, yeah. what they, their <laughs> notions of Texas culture really weren't. You know, all that all that uh,
2: carried out in, in Houston suburbia um did they did they get any uh, bayou exposure i feel like you got you got arm and bayou right there next to nasa i don't know you know i even, feel like they should have seen an alligator, an alligator yeah. that would have been good for them
3: i yeah. don't i don't re- i would never even occur to me to do that but yeah <laughs> they, they did go to galveston a lot because good. they you know going to a place where the water was warm at the beach and all that you know they could actually go <laughs> swim and not not you know have, <laughs> not, not have an arm fall off you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you
1: keep in touch with anyone from Russia?
3: I have no, I really have not and I, to, to my regret because I made some good friends in Moscow and uh but you know after I, I the last time I went was 2003 and I moved mm-hmm. on to other things and so you know there just wasn't really any good way to to keep up but uh yeah it it, it it there were some pretty amazing people over there and and uh and and one thing that I remember and this was I hadn't told you this before but the I don't know if you remember in 2003 NASA lost one of the space shuttles, Columbia, when it had been in orbit for I don't know two weeks, yeah, and yeah. when they were coming back, it, dis- it disintegrated uh, when it was at the hottest part of the reentry, and it was because there was a stru- damage to the structure, and, and so we lost seven astronauts. I was in Moscow when that happened, Whoa. and I was actually at the Russian Mission Control Center when it happened because there was something going on that day, and we yeah. had to be there for it. Completely unconnected to the shuttle, yeah, but yeah. But, but still. And so I'm there, and I get a call from Houston. They said we just lost the shuttle; it disintegrated during reentry, and we need you to tell the Russians. (laughs) And I'm like, "Oh wow, are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah." And and because, and I said, "You know, you know, they're busy right now. They were in the middle of of doing something with space station. They they had about another ten minutes before they were finished." I said, "Let me. I'll let them finish, and I'll go tell them." They said, "No, tell them now, because we're afraid they're going to say something to the the space station crew."
0: Yeah.
2: that
3: they're going to get the word somehow and they're going to say something, we need you to go tell them, don't say anything to the space station crew because Houston's going to tell them on a private line. Right, right. And, you know, and so 10 minutes later, I, I grabbed an interpreter and I told him. I thought, you know, I grew up with the Cold War. And here I am in Moscow having to tell the Russians, <laughs> we just lost a space shuttle and their crew. And the the rest of the day, we were, there was like early evening at that point in Moscow. And for the rest of the evening, there was a steady stream of Russians coming to our room yeah, to, to pay their condolences. And that to me was probably so like surreal. yeah it was yeah. surreal and it was sort of you know and, and again growing up the Cold War it was a very strange experience to be sitting there having them come in and say we're so hard you know we're so sorry to hear what's happened yeah it's like, wow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah probably the most out you know and, and it's a tragedy but of all the experiences I had in Moscow that was probably the one that stood out yeah for me yeah, more I than imagine. anything that's yeah.
1: no I know I said it worked er- <laughs> right I, I said it earlier at the joke but do you think that um, like the pursuit of science like helped y'all see each other as like human beings in any way. Well, I, I think
3: so. Yeah. I mean, it, it. You know, the reason that we originally, that I say we, you know, people who you know, make way more money than I do, <laughs> decided <laughs> <laughs> that we would enter into a, a cooperative agreement with the Russians was that after the Cold War ended, the Soviet space program all of a sudden lost its, its. I mean, they they, they had almost a blank check all those years, mm-hmm. and now the Soviets, the the, the the system has has disappeared, and, and I think our intelligence services got word that some of the russian rocket scientists were going to certain third world countries to help them build international yeah, i mean international intercontinental ballistic missiles mm. and we said how do we make that stop yeah and we went to them and said listen if if we were to enter into a joint uh, agreement with you all and build a new space station. Could you keep your your people at home working on that? And they said, Yeah, we can. Yeah. So Hell it, yeah, we love space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And so it wasn't for purely scientific reasons that it happened, but it was. I think you know, in the end, that was the, the beneficiary. Yeah. And. Um, you know and it, 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 there were there were times when there was there were there were some conflicts. The Russians were very proud. they'd had their own space program all those years. We'd had our own all those years. and there were there were times especially early on when it felt like everything was going to fall apart and wow. there's a lot of egos involved yeah, and all I can that I but uh, but you know a lot of that was way up high up in the the you know administrative level of things so on our level what we were doing we were all just getting along great you know yeah I was going to
2: say I feel like mission control everyone's kind of got yeah. the same
3: idea right. it's like keep it up like, right yeah yeah you know we're all trying to do the same thing here right. and And, uh, you know, we understand that we each have our own way of doing things, but we better figure out how to make it work (laughs) because you've got astronauts up there right now and cosmonauts. And we better find a way to make this thing work. So,
1: Now, you said you did that up until 2003. Right. What did you do after that? So after
3: 2003, uh, I came back and started working on a variety of projects having to do with this new... I call it new, it's not new anymore, but they were were starting to, well, now I'm, I'm going to back up a little bit, because when I came back, they were they, uh, NASA had decided to try to go back to the moon.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And that was going to be called the Constellation Program, it was going to the moon and then doing other things later, but the the first big goal was going to the moon. And so I worked on that up until what, it must have been 2010, because it got canceled for budgetary reasons, yeah. it was too big, too too expensive. And so I did that till two thousand ten and then after that um the uh w- powers that be decided that we needed to redesign mission control in houston it was it was based on a lot of technology that that was outdated and and so that became what was known as the m c c twenty one project 21, 21st century and so I got involved in that for the next few years uh until uh late 2012 when they said you know we're going to let some people retire early if they want to and I'm like I mean yeah I can do that I'm so tired right yeah been traveling so I never really worked in mission control again after that it was it was office work but it was all towards you know the like you know future projects that were that uh the, and the MCC-21, they, thats that's been in place now for a few years. They, after I retired, they got, finished that up and are using it now. And it looks I've seen photos and it looks really cool. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it does look 21st century. So.
0: <laughs>
1: I, without, um, I mean, you can if you want to. I'm, I'm not going to politicize this. But how do you feel about the future of the American space program and, like, things that are being tossed around? Yeah. I, y- y-
3: uh, tough call. <laughs> Honestly <laughs> the
1: space force and then going back to the yeah. moon going to Mars. Yeah, is the moon part of Mars? Right. Yeah
3: Yeah, yeah. I uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the, the tough one Mars The difference between going to the moon and going to Mars is huge. Yeah, and And I I, I think it's a great I mean wouldn't it be great to see people go to, to Mars but I think that the difficulties in getting there are going to be huge and if and if, if you, if, you know, when Apollo 13 was halfway to the moon, they were able to turn around and get back to Earth and, and, and things are fine because the moon relative to Mars is not that far away. Going to Mars, if you have a problem halfway there, uh, you're, the, things yeah. may not turn out that way. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a risk everybody's ready to accept. But the, the cost on top of that is, I just think it's going to be extraordinary. And I, I don't like to be pessimistic, but I don't see it happening in my lifetime. Okay. The moon, maybe. But again, when, you know, it's, it costs money. And, you know, two or three years down the road when it starts, I'm not trying to be negative here, but I I think you have to be realistic and say, is this is this really going to happen? Or are we just throwing it out there to say, hey, we're going to go to the moon again, get people pumped, (laughs) right? get people pumped, which, you know, that's fine in and of itself. But uh, I, I don't know. That's a tough call. I would love to see us
2: go back to the moon. I, I'm again. I
3: don't you know. You got
1: them unfinished business. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> yeah. well, I left some things behind. I need them back.
2: I mean, is this the moon landing we should film? Should we just <laughs> not? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's
3: right. That's right.
2: Like all of them are real up until this one. Right? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. one we filmed. Yeah, yeah. People have given us some good ideas on how to do it. Plenty of <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Interesting conversations about space. You know, like clearly that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But now I want to talk a little bit about your retirement. Yes. We're, we're coming up on the end of the show here, okay. but I want right. to ask. How are you enjoying partying <laughs> as a retired man? Well. Because we see you yeah. everywhere. We, yeah, we, yeah, we right know you. And,
2: yeah. and I, was, I was I think I was telling you or Cody the other day, that's like, you know you're at a good show if James is there. <laughs> that's like, right. Because yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. like, you, you go to every yeah. great show. Like, it's... it's and it's awesome. and, every <laughs> once in a
3: while somebody will
2: post a video from a show and you see my head up in the
3: <laughs> <laughs> my
0: camera, Always of the <laughs> camera. <Yeah. laughs>
2: you i like i can sincerely say thanks to you hmm? like most of the houston art scene is documented oh, and, like, thank and you. i really appreciate oh, that. oh, oh yeah. a, it's nice yeah. to hear yeah, that, yeah.
3: It, it, and, and it's i i and and i didn't start out to do this i just mm. i bought a camera a few years ago and i like to go to see Uh, shows of various types. And I thought, well, it'd be fun just to to learn how to use my camera. Yeah. And when I'm there and, and I realized over time that people were telling me, I don't have any photos of myself when I'm performing in a band or, or in improv or whatever that. And they're like, you know, thank you for at least taking pictures of me so I can see what I look like, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, um, it, it it just, it's fun. I mean, you can, two passions doing photography and going out to see live bands and comedy and whatever else. I can do them all at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, why not? You know, that's, <laughs> so yeah. It's fantastic. I don't think there'd be pictures of outside skin without you. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it, it uh, going to see live bands in particular, really is fun because it's, you know, most people just show up with their phone, and they'll take that one kind of grainy photo that's all blurry and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so much fun to be able to get. You know, it's it's almost like you've got permission to get close when you got that camera, and the you know, the people in the band know you. and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be pretty close. And, yeah. You yeah. know, get that that picture with the sweat running down your face and all that. <laughs> and so, uh, and it's gotten me into a couple of music videos. Uh, so you know. <laughs> oh yeah, you were just in a music video, yes. uh, Darwin's Finches Darwin's Finches Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 They and they they put out a call on Facebook they said uh, we need people to play the following roles in our music video and the first one they listed was astronaut and I jumped on that <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
1: <Hell yeah. laughs> so you seem very very in touch with the cool shows that are happening in Houston are yeah. there any up-and-coming acts that you just like really want people to pay attention to or notice oh let's see well wow. now I'm gonna have to yeah. it right. could run the gamut It could yeah. be poetry music comedy yeah stage shows that turn into radio shows right.
3: I, yeah, I, right I, I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know any of those no sorry um you know, I, I, okay, so I'll, I will put in a plug for Flower Graves. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, they, and, and I am going to be in their upcoming music videos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> the plugs come at the end. That's right. Sorry, man. I could have had to throw that in.
3: But, but truly, um, uh, I've been watching, you know, I, I started going to see Mikey and the Drags back a few years ago, and then, yeah. and then that broke up, and, and, and Mikey formed Flower Graves, and it has been a real treat to watch them perform and i was it's always a shame when they, they play weeknights somewhere and there's you know there's 20 people in the crowd because yeah. it's just tough but i if you know they've got a a uh album release coming up july the 12th and that is on a saturday night and oh, i will be and, there uh, that I'm is going to be a fun yeah. night i think the opening acts are going to be f- are fun too so all right far graves that's a plug <laughs> <laughs> now mikey's the best
2: i love yeah, him so yeah, much he yeah. does incredible things right. for yeah, the yeah, scene. like a, outside of just playing great music yeah. like he's yeah. he's the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: well, uh, speaking of plugs, here we go. Oh crap! Hang on. Wow, you should plug your phone in. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up.
2: There it is.
1: <laughs> Hang on, I'm starting this over. No, I'm the doing... radio show. <laughs> no, I'm starting to plug song over. Hey there it is flawless. <laughs> there I'm it gonna is.
2: edit it out who cares <laughs> you're right what musicians do you like Connor <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I want, want a new plug, plug. Tell, Tell us, what's plug. us what's going on Tell me all the stuff you're doing. After I sing this song, all right, James. <laughs> okay, so can you believe you're seeing this live now? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I, you know,
3: if watching it from home, you don't really get <laughs> a sense of the, you know, the yeah, uh, room's a lot smaller. Made. Wow, this is great. So let's see. Um, uh, for every day this week and in perpetuity, I'll be appearing at Black Hole Coffee House. <laughs> <laughs> be reading a book or something.
2: Anytime it rains, you can catch him at Grand Prize. Yes, exactly. Getting stuck. Yeah. Right. What are you reading right now? Poison
3: Girl. Okay, right now, oh, this good book, uh, John Doe from X, and another guy who's a journalist just put out a book about the LA punk scene from '82 to '87. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, if you're you know if you're familiar with yeah. music that period, it's a good read. Um, and uh, let's see. I'm about to read uh, new book by Neil Stevenson. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but he's doing a reading tomorrow night. Oh, the Jill Brazos books and you know Tracy Tebow got or have got him coming to town.
1: Is it another cyberpunk book?
3: It, I I th- I think it's sort of it, it, there's probably some cyberpunk involved. I it, but it's it's Neil Stevenson. It's a thousand pages long. <laughs> really interesting. So um, so yeah, mother plugs. Yeah yeah. Flower Graves video coming out. I will be an astronaut in that. And, uh you're
2: an astronaut in both these videos? I'm, a, yeah, I'm an astronaut in the both yeah, these right. yeah. Is it it's your cool. outfit that you're bringing both times? Yes. Or, okay. Hold on.
1: Yep. Are you telling me that the bands of Houston are creating yes. a shared universe yes. throughout their music
3: videos? That, <laughs> see, that's the plan. And, I, and I'm putting that out here right now. Whoa. Anybody listening in who is in a band in Houston. Matt, in, are you listening? The yes. <laughs>
2: Department needs a space song.
1: Next
3: time you do a video, I will be your astronaut. <laughs> and the
1: can I be the cosmonaut? <laughs> I mean, just, just throwing that out there. Right,
2: you, you knock yourself out.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. No.
2: And he means that literally. He wants you to <laughs> yes, knock yourself out. Yes. America rules. All right. All
3: right. Do you have
2: any other project?
3: I I, I think that's it for now. Um. Uh. Where, where
2: can we see your photography? Where can we? Well.
3: Generally, I post on Facebook. I don't do it okay. on Instagram. So if you want, people want to go to my Facebook page and and just scroll down, and you'll find all kinds of good stuff. I also took some photos. This was fun. I took photos of the flower graves video shoot, Ooh. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sergio from Buxton was the director,
2: and that's oh, it, nice. it's going yeah. to be a very cool.
3: Video I feel like
1: video. I saw a few of those. You probably did. It was okay. on fa- yeah, Facebook. Yeah.
2: Facebook.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So. Yep. All right. I can't wait.
2: That's gonna be great. What do you have to post? Uh, as always, every Thursday, come to Seeker Group at eight p.m. and see a few tiles. Society improv do a sweet show uh and also tomorrow my other podcast honey i shrunk the binge is coming back
1: hell yeah we'll have new
2: episodes every tuesday until we get tired of each other <laughs> so look forward to that uh um, you have a show on friday don't you out of this world oh yes yes thank you <laughs> uh, swimmer department will be playing at darwin's pub um uh, uh with los los dientes
1: yeah, Tee. Los Tientos. Yeah.
2: We looked that up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, We'll be playing with them at Darwin's. Is it's a Tientos? it's a late show, so uh, go do your normal Friday stuff and then stop by Darwin's at the end. I think we play at like 1130. Uh, awesome. Yeah, what about you?
1: Um. Hey, Hosewater, Texas is coming back, y'all. Come on down. You hey, yeah. now have the floor July 13th, 8 p.m. at the Secret Group in the box. Uh, it's going to be $5. Come on out. Uh, doing that show again? <laughs> That's
2: going to be flower graves on one night and
1: then the, the next night. That's going to be a great weekend. It? it will be a very fun weekend. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Uh, come on out to that and hey, just for just for funsies, I want to plug Grown Up Story Time, which is tomorrow night at Rudyard's at 8pm. It's going to be $7 as opposed to $5 because it's the best of Grown Holy Up Story moly. Time for the past year. That's right. It's the season finale and it's hosted by a friend of the show, Nick, Nick Merriweather. Merriweather. It's going to be so good y'all should definitely go check it out maybe you'll see us maybe you'll get to try those new items on the Rudyard's menu and you can find me or ned and tell us what you think about them because you really want everyone to know what you think about the menu oh yeah
2: i, I told connor about this earlier uh, they actually changed the menu bummer but what is it it's whataburger now <laughs> uh, thanks for listening
1: to our show very special thanks to james have a good night everyone thanks james